Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed DPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Your exclusive home of Championship Week, ESPN Wichita 92.3. ESPN Wichita is bringing you a full week of college basketball action leading up to March Madness. We'll have exclusive live play-by-play of the Big 12 Tournament in Kansas City, plus the ACC and Big 10 Tournament Championship games. And it all leads to our Selection Sunday special to kick off March Madness right here on your home for college basketball. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Welcome back, hour number two. Shane and Jack with you. Another 55 minutes or so. It's 102 here on a Wednesday. Had some KU talk in the first segment. If you missed that, we had, uh, did you see that coming up? Uh, well, that was at 1225. It had to do with those Royals jerseys and the sponsor that's on it. And also, congratulations in order for Jim. He wins the Shocker Baseball tickets. He's going Friday. Congratulations, Jim. Thanks for listening. Uh, all y'all that uh, enjoy comedy and the Orpheum Theater, keep your ears tuned to the channel. We've got some giveaways for Drew Lynch coming up here in just a little while. But first, we have a, a Shocker Sports Equinox almost kind of uh, could have been even more today. If not for a cancellation in softball, because the softball team, after losing at least, I want to say, four games of the first two weekends due to weather, had a couple of uh, replacement games that they scheduled, one being Iowa at Wilkins today. Uh, A couple of days ago, it was revealed that mm, that ain't going to happen. Depends on who you ask, I guess, for the reasons why it's not going to happen. Because in Wichita today, in spite of the fact that it's colder, um, it's doable, especially for Wichita in uh, in late February. But anyway, that's story for another day. But that game was canceled. But here in Tulsa, uh, the baseball team getting set to take on Oral Roberts, uh, a friendly foe only meeting for the 74th time all time. Uh, Or Roberts won all three games between the two teams in 2023, uh, including a really, really wild one, six to five in Wichita in March. Um, Of course, ORU went on to great, great things a year ago. They're four and three this year. They swept SIU Edwardsville in a three-game series, scoring 29 runs in the process. Last year, 
set a Division One program record with 52 wins and went to the College World Series. They claimed the Stillwater Regional and then went to Eugene and beat Oregon and the Supers and went to Omaha for the only the second time in their program's history. They're under head coach Ryan Fulmer. He was named the National Coach of the Year. No surprise there. He's in his 12th season with ORU. And a former Shocker is down here and playing for ORU, and that's David Herring, the shortstop from a year ago who transferred. Uh, He started every game for Wichita State, or practically every game for Wichita State last year. He started 53, so practically for the Shockers last year. He is an Oklahoma native, so he has a homecoming of sorts. He has gone 9 for 24 uh, with a couple of doubles to start the year. Of course, Wichita State coming off of that 1-2 and two showing in Jacksonville. They are 3-3 three and three overall. Their most recent game was that win. I told you about uh, a little bit Monday. But they beat Iowa 12-6. to six. Iowa ranked 18th at the time, got the Shockers to 1-2 and two in the Jacks College Baseball Classic after a heartbreaker on Friday, which they lost in 10 innings to Virginia. But they will wrap up seven-game road swing with a game at Oral Roberts uh, today at 3 o'clock. This has been a kind of a back-and-forth series as far as who has had the better of who. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, it was all Wichita State. And then for a time there, Shockers couldn't beat ORU, especially here in Tulsa. But overall, over the last eight, Shockers are 2-6 and six in Tulsa. But trying to stack something together after that come-from-behind win on Sunday. And, of course, Shockers last year, 30-25 and 25 and 13 and 10 in the American. That was good for third place in the final conference standings. So, two familiar foes getting together in Tulsa, Wichita State, and ORU in baseball getting set to lace them up this afternoon. A little bit later on tonight at 6 o'clock at Charles Coke Arena, you got women's basketball with Wichita State hosting SMU. And they're playing the play for K pink out game. This will be the 14th meeting all time between Wichita State and SMU and women's basketball. It'll be the kind of swan song uh, or we're getting close to it anyway for DJ McCarty. Um, She has stuck through thick and thin Wichita State's basketball program and of course the COVID year and coaching change over the last couple of years. And she's gone through injury after injury, and including this year. But McCarty coming off her best game of the year in a recent shocker win. She's 64 points away from 1,000 in her career. She's got three regular season games and then the conference tournament. She had 26 points, and that went over Tulsa back on the 17th. And Wichita State will be squaring off against SMU. SMU 13 and 13, 7 and 8 in the league. Shockers 4 and 11 in the league trying to improve their standing as they get closer and closer to the conference tournament in Fort Worth. Getting that game's at 6 o'clock tonight. 
on ESPN Plus. It's the play for K pink out game that uh, they play once a year for Yao and breast cancer awareness. Men's basketball, an hour later, 7 o'clock. Tip on ESPN Plus as well. The Shockers take their act on the road to UAB. Uh, if you haven't paid attention or you have lost track or whatever, UAB is in the midst of a good year. Um, they're 18-9, and 10-4 and four in the league. And Wichita State has not won a true road game since around Thanksgiving when they went to the Myrtle Beach Classic and beat homestanding Coastal Carolina. But they haven't won a road game since. And they're coming off a disappointing loss in overtime at home against Temple. The all-time series against UAB is a brief one, but Wichita State hasn't lost. They're 4-0 against UAB and 1-0 in Birmingham. The last meeting came in the second-ever NCAA basketball game played at Interest Bank Arena. So they, uh, UAB played in the downtown game once upon a time. Um, but that overtime loss to Tulsa dropped Wichita State to 0-2 in OT games. They've both been at home. Uh, Xavier Bell was one of the bright spots against Temple in that OT game. He had 13 of his 17 against Temple in the second half. And Colby Rogers, 15.3 points per game, continues to lead the Shockers in scoring, continues to lead the AAC in three-point field goals made. He's made 71. And he had a streak of 25 straight games with a three-pointer snapped at Charlotte in that game where he had some foul issues, and uh, scored nine points in the second half of that February 18th game against Charlotte, but none of them were from three-point range. As Wichita State, the men wrap up or begin to wrap up the regular season on the road at UAB tonight. It'll be a tough one against the Blazers, as UAB is 18-9, 10-4 overall. Shocker men, 11-17, 3-12 under first-year head coach Paul Mills. So, a uh, lot of Shocker sports to pay attention to today, and you pretty much do it from wire to wire, from 3 all the way up to 7 o'clock uh, when the men's basketball team laces them up against UAB on ESPN+. Plus. All of them can uh, be digested through ESPN+, Plus. matter of fact. All right, it is 1-11 as we continue on here from... The Shane Dennis Show on a Wednesday. Coming up in a little bit, we'll have Amal Jacks Young. And also, we need to remind you, looking ahead just a little bit uh, past the Pulse and Syringe Show, the program, at 6 o'clock, we will have the Friends Basketball Coaches Show. And following that, at 7 o'clock, KCAC Basketball will be Friends and Bethany. Women's basketball as the road to Hartman continues at the KCAC, like everybody else, wrapping up their regular season and conference matchups. It should be a good one tonight at 7 o'clock with coverage starting Friends and Bethany Women's Basketball KCAC action here on the channel. All right, before we get to some Andy Reid audio and a little bit of Chiefs talk as uh, the Combine is upon us, we heard from Brett Veach during the Pulse yesterday. We'll hear from Andy Reid today. Uh, he was at the uh, spoke at the combine yesterday, so we'll hear from him in just a little bit too. But 
I want to run something by Jack, and it's a question that we rarely ask, and I don't know that we spend much time on it maybe ever, but I want to ask Jack the question when we come back uh, when it comes to Chiefs talk. But before we do that, Drew Lynch is a comedian and actor who captured the hearts of America with his golden buzzer performances on season 10 of America's Got Talent. He's going to be in Wichita at the Orpheum on Wednesday, March 6th. He has amassed millions of followers on social media while touring the world to sold-out audience. Drew Lynch will have you rolling in the aisles at the Orpheum Theater on March 6th. If you want to go, I got a pair of tickets for you, so call Jack and be caller number 2, 316-669-4996, 316-669-4996, Drew Lynch tickets, March 6th at the Orpheum. Caller number 2, good luck. Some Chiefs talk and some Andy Reid audio coming up. The Shane Dennis Show will be right back on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. Get ready for an adrenaline-packed weekend. The 67th Annual NAIA Men's Wrestling National Championship is coming to Hartman Arena February 29th through March 2nd. Witness the nation's top wrestlers battling for glory. Don't miss out on the action. Mark your calendars February 29th through March 2nd. For more information and tickets, go to HartmanArena.com. Join us at Hartman Arena for the wrestling showdown of the year. Proudly presented by Visit Wichita. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. On that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out, you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use any anchors? <laughs> now you've got an open floor plan. Trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Wichita Wind Surge play here on Wichita's Sports Leader, 
ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Fly ball, well hit to right field. This one's got a chance. It's going to scale and into the boot board. A two-run home run to give the wind surge a 7-4 lead. We are proud to be the home of the wind surge for years to come. Locally owned, locally operated. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Birthday to Ian Stanley, co-writer of this song by Tears or Fears, Shout. Happy birthday, Ian. He's 67. This is a question we don't really, uh, we don't broach this subject hardly at all. I don't know if we ever have. Jack, I guess you can tell me if we have or not. But when it comes to backup quarterbacks, specifically Patrick Mahomes, backup quarterback. I'll give you some options here and a price range, and you tell me which you would rather have. You want to spend somewhere in the, well, millions. I'll just put it that way. You want to spend in the millions to have a borderline starter or high-end backup? I'll give you some examples here in a second. Okay. Or would you have would you rather have backups likely not to have guaranteed money that would be barely in the millions? Or would you like to go backups just likely to earn a roster spot and basically be signed for the bare minimum? The latter being Blaine Gabbert, who the Chiefs have now, but he's a free agent. Would you rather replace him with someone like Josh Dobbs, Mason Rudolph, Nate Sudfeld, Mitch Trubisky, or someone like Sam Darnold, Drew Locke, Mm -hmm. Marcus Mariota, or Carson Wentz? How would you like to spend your money on Patrick Mahomes' backup? So, so yeah, basically your question is, should I spend more money for more talent or go off the the bargain bin shopping list and get somebody? Well, are you familiar with Tom Moore's quote about practicing with a backup for Peyton Manning? Uh, I don't believe I am. Uh, refresh my memory. <laughs> it's I'd great. I know it. it's going to piss off our listener that doesn't like us to use the word effed, but I have to in this because okay. it is the quote, actually. Uh-huh. So John Gruden, or it was I believe it was John Gruden, at one time asked Tom Moore in Indianapolis why Peyton's backups don't get any reps. So in practice... Peyton Manning's backups never got number two snaps or number one snaps and and to prepare for that. And Tom Moore had a brilliant answer to this, and I will always stand by this when you're assembling a team with a backup quarterback. He said, fellas, if 18 goes down, we're effed, and we don't (laughs) practice effed. (laughs) I think it is the perfect approach here. You just get a body as your backup quarterback, like a Blaine Gabbert, like a Matt Moore, like a Chad Henney, and you say, he's not making much, and we're not going to prepare for the doomsday scenario. If Patrick Mahomes goes down with an injury, we're just going to make it work with what we got. We're not going to say, well, if he goes down, I'm glad we have Sam Darnold, or I'm glad we have Mitch Trubisky. We paid a lot of money to bring him here, which is why it was dumb when the Raiders 
gave like Marcus Mariota $7 million to be the backup yeah. to Derek Carr. Yeah. Good teams typically do not have high, highly paid backups. Like Tom Brady's backup for years was either Jimmy G, who was drafted and on a rookie deal, or it was like Brian Hoyer, or it was Blaine Gabbert in Tampa Bay. Like you just you don't prepare for that situation because, in all honesty, for being real, your Hall of Famer, your star quarterback goes down with an injury, you're not going far. Let, let's all be honest about that. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. So, uh, one of these free agents, if Gabbert signs elsewhere, would likely be Josh Dobbs, Tyler Huntley, Mason Rudolph, Nate Sudfeld or Mitch Trubisky, maybe, maybe Taylor Heineke. I think I could live with any of those guys, especially since they're not getting any reps and the Chiefs aren't going anywhere if 15 gets hurt. So that's a good way to put it. All right, so there's that out of the way. Let us hear from Andy Reid. He spoke to the media at length at the Combine in Indianapolis yesterday. Uh, As great as we can make this place, we want to do that. And so... um, we can turn this, which was a negative, into a real positive. With just a little togetherness and love, I think we can we can fix a lot of problems here. So um, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, on a different note here, um, in our year, I'm proud of the guys. I'm proud of the organization uh, for a job well done, the coaching staff, and how they went about their business. I just... Um, think it was was top-notch for Brett Veach and his staff and what um, they put together for the coaches to work with was great. Um, and then Mark Donovan as the president of the organization for him and his staff of just organizing us and making sure we're all going in the right direction and, um, and with the new um, you know, things that are lying ahead of us here with uh, facilities and so on. I just, uh, I think it's a tribute to all the work that they're putting in here. Um, and then uh, Clark Hunt and the Hunt family for really giving all of us, Mark, Brett, myself, and everybody that works with us an opportunity to be successful. We, we appreciate that and um, uh, look forward to moving forward here. Um, what has happened has happened. Um, now we're in the present. And this is a great reminder of that when we come here uh, with all these new players and opportunities to gather new players. Uh, again, this is our first taste of that as coaches. Uh, Brett and his staff have been locked in a room here for a week or two since the Super Bowl, and they've been just grinding out players. But for from a coach's standpoint, it's nice to get down here and have a chance to meet face-to-face with these kids and, and see what they're all about. Anyways, well, time's, time's yours. Coach, Frank Humphrey <clears throat> just had some inconsistencies with the snaps. He saw it in the end of regulation. You see the whole Mahomes talking to Rasheed. said he couldn't get him the ball because the snap was low. What does Creed need to do to ensure that in the future is more consistent? Yeah, listen, uh, Creed is a diligent, diligent player. Um, he's a great player. Uh, and so he'll take care of that. That's not I'm not I'm not worried about that. He uh, He's a relentless worker, and we'll get all that taken care of. Coach, can you talk about the kind of emotions that this team seemed to thrive off of, maybe more than any other Chiefs team, and kind of how you were able to balance that and keep it in check throughout the season? Yeah, so um, from an emotional standpoint, the, the guys feed off of each other. It starts with Travis. He's been there the longest. And um, 
and, and he's got phenomenal energy. So the guys, the guys feed off of that energy, along with Patrick and Chris Jones. These are these are our leaders, uh, senior leaders, and um, I mean I, I can tell you right down the list of guys the. Um, the Sneeze McDuffies, I mean, we've got young and old, but the, the older guys are the ones that really have built the foundation there along with our ex-players that have been with us. So, um, uh, yeah, there, there's great emotion and they, they, they felt honored to be, we all did, felt honored to be in a situation where we made the playoffs and, and uh, it was a great reward for the hard work of this long season, um, the ups and downs that we had. So, um, they were they were revved up and ready to go. <clears throat> yeah. So l listen, um, <clears throat> I, I'm not saying anything about the Jets uh, um, because everybody doesn't fit into every every situation. That's just not how it works in this league. Um, we've had McColl. We kind of know how he fits in our scheme and. And he did a nice job with that. He came in, uh, worked hard, and and was productive for us. Um, so, and he had a couple of hiccups early, but he worked through those. We knew he would, <coughs> and ended up uh, having some great plays in the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, you're doing. If you're the student, I'm going to tell you that you're doing the right things by surrounding yourself with the people here and uh, that are in the National Football League. Um, I was fortunate enough to start, uh, I did my student teaching at a high school level and I kind of worked my way up <clears throat> from there, Division II, non-scholarship and sold hot dogs every Tuesday and Thursday. So it's not all about the, the glamour, you know, of this. Um, but uh, the, any avenue you can get in, work hard and be honest and, and get a good quarterback. <clears throat> yeah, well, I don't know if they've come around, but he's at, had an influence, I think, in his own way of uh, <clears throat> um, in style. I, I think that's opened eyes, uh, especially from that type of an offense. Everybody kind of doubted whether that type of an offense could work. I mean, Lamar is the same way. Can that work? Well, it, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I stood here and I was asked about Lamar Jackson on what position I thought he would be that he could play whether it was running back or wide receiver and I'm going why not try quarterback right so uh, give him an opportunity and uh, he's been the best player since he was a little kid I think guys are realizing that I mean, these guys don't get where they're at by not uh, they just didn't transform into these great players they were they've been great for a long time Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, uh, where's the staff at? Uh, are they in their last year? Are they in their first year? Uh, what offense are you putting this, asking this guy to be in? <clears throat> are you willing to work with his strengths and try to better his, um, you know, the things that he's not strong at, his weaknesses? Uh, are you willing to stand before you guys and kind of protect that guy so he can grow a little bit? 
all of those things come into into play. There are a lot of there are a lot of uh, things that that take place uh, that help mature a quarterback into these these great ones that we have. The league's in great hands, by the way. So we've got some real good ones uh, playing. <clears throat> Yeah, you try to teach. I mean, that's what we're here for. So we're here to teach. And there, there's a, it's not all about the plays. It's about how you teach them and then how you handle the player and how you teach that player. So there, there's a lot that goes into it. Good job. Good job. Yeah, listen. What, I'm a big believer in Eric Bieniemy. Where um, wherever he goes and whatever he does, he's going to be good at. So he did that at Washington. He changed. He cha helped change a culture there, and that they'll build on. You know, they, he, he's going to demand greatness out of you, and he'll do the same thing at UCLA. I mean, he's going to. He'll do a great job. He's in charge. It's hard when you're in charge of something to have to step back. He's he's got an opportunity here. Uh, to do his thing on offense, and he knows the landscape. He's been at UCLA before, and, and, and maybe he's a head coach at the college level, but um, I'm, I thought he should be a head coach here, but I, if it doesn't happen, uh, maybe he has that opportunity there to do it, but I'm a big fan. Yeah, not not a whole lot different. I, I was blessed to play the offensive line, so I always say offensive linemen kind of know. You can tell a good quarterback from a bad quarterback. So I've tried not to lose that focus on it. It's pretty simple, you know. But you, you got to spend time with them and get to know them a, a bit, and um, and try to give them different thing, different put them in different situations as much as you can in environments like this and visiting them at their campuses or having them come visit you, talking to their coaches their, and, um, and, and then talking to the players around them. So I, I, like, I like to, no, I, I wouldn't say there, I really wouldn't say there is, no. Yeah, well, I mean, it's football books. Bill Walsh's book is probably the best out there. Just, uh, but I mean, there are a lot of guys who've written books, uh, from Tony Dungy to I mean, you know, a lot of Hall of Fame guys have written books, and they're all good. I mean, I've read them all, but Bill's is a kind of how you, you want to be a head coach or a leader of an organization. Here it is, uh, mapped out for you. Yeah, I'm sensitive to that because I mean I got to start at the ground level and work my way, work my way up, and I don't really just want to hire somebody to hire somebody. I want somebody that's going to bust their tail, has appreciation for the game, um, and 
is loyal. You know, you put in there, you want him to be innately smart and uh, good, easy to work with too. So, um, or willing to work with. So, uh, but I, you know, that's how I. I mean, that's how I look at that. Yeah. Yeah. You try to stay up on all that. You, you know, I'm, I talk to everybody. I mean, I don't care. high school, I'm, I, I still go to dinner with all my high school coaches, so I could try to keep in tune. I mean, they're 86 years old, 87 years old. One's turning 80. It just turned 88. I mean, so it's, uh, but they, they there's a, a great nucleus of guys in, in the city there that I know, and so I try to stay in touch with those guys. and. Uh, and then at the college level, do the same thing. So, yeah, Donovan did a nice job for us. Good senior leader and a um, um, ton of experience. And we've got a young kid that we drafted, and I thought he was a good example to him. Yeah, listen, um, that's up to you guys. I, I'm just, you just try to make sure you have the team put together and then try to go win that next game. And if you can keep it that simple, then you stay on task and focus. Um, and then if you guys call it a dynasty, hats off to you. Let's just keep keep going, right? That's our main thing. I, mean, I love kids that have an opportunity to play everything. I mean, I, I, that, but that's how I grew up. I, um, you played, you played everything, and you were exposed to everything. And then, whatever direction you end up going, you went with. Um, so I, I still encourage that. I, I've got twelve grandkids, and try to encourage the older ones to go try it. You know, go try something. You know, that if you if you have a little interest in it, let's go give it a whirl. Couple more for coach, guys. Couple more for coach. Yeah, you know, I, I probably I should have mentioned that at the beginning. I don't know if you were here at the beginning, but um, the, the law enforcement folks were unbelievable during the situation. We had them from all over the place, and um, from, and they just immediately jumped in. Uh, to cover you up mode and make sure that everybody was safe uh, the best they, they possibly could with a million people there. But they, they um, um, I, I thought they, they handled everything tremendously. And it wasn't, I'm not just saying that from my standpoint, but from, uh, I had a bird's eye view of things going on. So um, I thought they were great. I, I don't think you can do that. I, I think you've got to, I mean, you know this. We've been together before, so you know this. I, I think it's um, a little bit monotonous, but it's the preparation that really matters. That's what's real. So there's a lot of hoopla that goes on with it, but that preparation and to stay grounded, stay humble, all those things become very important. 
um, uh, because the parity in this league is like that. And if you're off a tick, somebody's going to whack you. And you, you don't want that to take place. You want to stay as focused as you can on the job at, at task. And it's hard. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to win in this league. It's hard to win a Super Bowl in this league. So anything that's knocking you off to one side or the other, not good. Yeah. Last, qu- last question. Yeah, well, I mean, every year you kind of do that. And you always want to come in with a couple new things, wrinkles here and there, uh, get a feel on your team the best you can. When the, you know, when things are, are live and count. And so um, I think you, you know, you kind of follow that and evaluate that as you go. Every year is different. So that's, that's kind of what we did this year. Uh, we, we had some drops and penalties early, obvious. Uh, those things, those things hurt you. And, and so you, you've got to work around that fix the problem, work around it, make sure that you still have opportunities to win the game. So the run game became more important. Our defense did a tremendous job for us so um, so that we could also, do, you know, grow on offense. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay, good. Thanks. All right. And uh, one other note uh, that I don't believe he talked about or touched on, I don't know that it happened at that point, but Chiefs have uh, agreed to part ways with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, also, uh, Chiefs' $800 million stadium upgrade uh, is going to be left up to a vote. And in uh, not-so-surprising news, I guess judging by past results, the NFL Players Association uh, survey, the Chiefs, the two-time defending Super Bowl Chiefs, for the second lowest graded team in the NFL in the second annual report card that ranks teams according to various categories based on the results of player surveys. Um, more than 1,700 players participated in the survey between August and November. And in light of the fact that Andy Reid ranked first among 32 teams in the head coach category, uh, Chiefs owner Clark Hunt ranked last out of 32 team owners Uh, grades were based on what players perceived as a willingness to invest in the team's facilities apparently the chiefs are lagging way behind according to the players this is a player survey they rank 26th in the food slash cafeteria category 31st in the nutritionist dietitian category 31st in training room and 32nd in training staff so i guess there's one area that the Chiefs aren't great at, and that's facilities, according to the players. All right, it's 139. When we come back, I'm old Jack Young. That's next. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. 
Spring training is underway and baseball season is coming. Opening day for the Wichita Wind Surge is April 5th and tickets go on sale February 29th at Riverfront Stadium and online at windsurge.com. Sweets, hospitality, and group tickets are on sale now. Call 316-221-8000. Get ready for all the excitement of Wind Surge Baseball. A full slate of promotions, fireworks, giveaways, and much more coming to the ballpark. Get ready for baseball April 5th. Visit windsurge.com and listen to every game on ESPN Wichita 92.3. Want to hear how I almost got off the naughty list this year? I helped Santa save gazillions by having him download Capital One Shopping to his computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. You can download it too and save a bundle. You don't even need a Capital One card and it's free. So why didn't I get off the naughty list? Turns out Santa's a stickler for naughty words. <laughs> Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Hey, I'm Ariana. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Southwest Salad is when I take a bite, it's like, wow. I'm getting a punch from the roasted corn. I'm getting a kick from the spicy chicken. It's just great. Hi, this is Tori. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Cobb Salad is the avocado lime dressing. It adds to the chicken, the bacon, and the roasted corn. It takes the salad to a whole nother level. Order a salad for delivery on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-760-8196. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-760-8196 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-760-8196. What do you have to lose? Call 800-760-8196. Again, 800-760-8196. You know there's a lot I'm old Jack Young, 143. So, full transparency here, I've been given the option to select the genre. I don't know if this is going to be a thing, but today it is. And I picked 2000s country. 2010s. 2010s. Yeah, more specifically. Okay. And uh, when I rolled out of bed this morning, well, rolled out of bed and then got in the car, first thing, I heard this guy on my radio dial. Tim McGraw. Bingo. He was singing Live Like You Were Dying in the song I heard. Good song. Good. He's got some songs that tug at the heartstrings. No pun intended, because Tug McGraw, yeah. of course. But that's right. This one's 
kind of sad too. Actually, one of my best buddies. This was his. Uh, what do they call it? The the mother son dance at a wedding. Because I know it's father father yeah. daughter dance. Did they call it a mother son dance? I don't, I don't know. know. But don't know. you know what I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. self-explanatory. This yeah. was theirs, and it was it, it definitely uh-huh. uh, had some misty eyes in there. Not for me. Uh-huh. I don't cry at weddings, but uh, to some people, absolutely. Of course. Uh, let me give you a little word of advice, young mm-hmm. blood. When you get married, and when you turn around, or if you're already facing yeah. the aisle, and your uh, bride-to-be comes walking down, your knees are going to get a little weak. Oh yeah, I, I, it's going to happen. I will say this: I I can be an emotional guy. There are just things like it's funny. Uh, another one of my buddies, uh, you know, I was at countless weddings last year. Yes, you were. <laughs> or one of my other college buddies, <laughs> dozens. Um, the bride who I become was very good friends with. Well, still am. I don't know. Why I said was still mm-hmm. good friends with her maid of honor, which they like grew up together. She had this speech that was like had everybody bawling like everybody like just sobbing because it was like oh they they were like their moms were best friends therefore they had kids at the same time they grew up together so she's playing into that and like i i said hey it was a very well said speech i just didn't get emotional but i don't know what it is like and there's movies that have made me sad there's uh moments in time that have made me sad but i don't know it's like the wedding to me is like a feel-good thing i'm not much of a happy crier that's it yeah it can you know, change for me. Hey, I, I get it. People have told me when you have kids, when you get married, those are days. Like I had a football coach. He was like, there's been two times I've cried in my life, the day of my wedding and the day my first child was born. I'm like, yeah. that thing that's the same for everybody. So I'm anticipating it. I'm not one of those rough and tough, like I'll never shed a tear. Yeah. But it's just those yeah. things. It, I don't know. It doesn't It doesn't strike me, probably because I'm not directly involved. But, you know. I make fun of. I made fun of one of my buddies. He was crying. I'm like, man, this doesn't even concern you. This, you don't, you don't even know who's talking right now. But uh, he's he's way more emotional than I am. And and I'm not saying you're gonna cry when you see your bride to be walking down the aisle. You'll get a little, like I said, you'll get a little weak in the knees. If you read your own vows, and she starts reading hers, that might get you. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it will. That might get you. Oh, I, I can see uh, that for sure. I, I will not yeah. be naive in saying there will be certain aspects to a wedding that'll, de- if it, if, with it directly impacting me, that'll definitely make me teary-eyed. Will I, will I ball, fall down to my knees? No. <laughs> but I think I could, like, actually I do have one buddy, last story I'll have this. He is the most stoic person I've ever seen in my life. He worked on, like, trauma centers in hospitals, like, in college. <laughs> like, oh, he saw wow. a lot of set. Never seen him shed a tear until his wedding. And I was like, wow, got to take a picture of this because I may never see it again. And don't make your vows about sailing like in uh, Wedding Crashers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Texture said, I cried at my wedding because it was the end of my good times being single. <laughs> uh, amen. Death of a bachelor. Right. <laughs> yes, RIP, your bachelor life. Uh, 147. February 28th. Not the last day of February. we got one more. Leap year. Leap days tomorrow. But uh, celebrating his 25th birthday today, Luka Doncic. Man, one of my favorite players in the NBA, who I model my pickup game after. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Dallas Mav, baby. Correct. Slovenian-born. Tayshawn Prince, 44. Former Piston. That's right. 
Jamal Tinsley, 46. Former Iowa State Cyclone. That's right. Mike Rucker, 49. Man, um, not to be mistaked with John Rocker. <laughs> it's not Rocker, it's Rucker, but yeah. Rucker, okay, sorry. It's Mike like, Rucker, Mike, not Rocker. <laughs> Mike Rucker, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go football here. Yes, I believe he's a former Nebraska Cornhusker, if oh. I'm not mistaken, but he is a He is, former, just looked it up. Former football player, Mike Rucker, yep. St. Joe native. Oh. Who did, uh, who did Mike Rucker do his business for after Nebraska, since you're there? Carolina. Okay. Eric Lindros, 51. Not to be mistaken with Eric Montross, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> yes, RIP. Uh, let's go. Is that a no? Baseball. Damn. The great. <laughs> great. Not a good. A oh, great I'm assuming hockey, hockey player. player. Yeah, hockey, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Six-time All-Star for the Flyers, Eric mm. Lindros. Mm. I would if if I would have just waited and said, "Ask for the birthday." Born in London, Ontario. Ontario. Yeah. One-one pick, by the way. Yes, he was a legend. J.T. Snow, fifty-six. Ah, J.T. Snow, baseball giant. J.T. Snow also picked up Dusty Baker's son, right? When going, was that J.T. Snow that I, uh, sweeped him off his feet I and saved him? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was too. Yep, it was. Some dad instincts that just kick in right, right there. <laughs> That's right. Adrian Dantley. Oh, man. 69. Yeah, basketball. AD. That's right. Did you recall in the Bad Boys 30 mm-hmm. for 30, AD was kind of the, uh, the scapegoat? Yep. Traded yep. him for Mark Aguirre, and then our season turned around because AD was so selfish. Yes. Bless his heart. <laughs> Wasn't getting his. That ain't how it goes around here, according to Bill Lambeer and Rick Mahorn. Can't get along. You're out of here. Born on this day, now dead. Bubba Smith. Uh, defensive end. Very good. Anything else? Yes, and I do know this somehow. Why do I know this? Um, Apparently you don't. Is it gonna? I know, but there's something about. I want to say like actor of some sort. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He was in Police Academy. Okay, that was it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think in a few commercials as well. Yes, light beer from Miller. He was in a lot of those back when that. Well, you weren't born then, but Google light beer commercials and Bubba Smith's going to be in there a lot. He was a. College football Hall of Famer, went to Michigan State, was eventually a pro bowler, Baltimore Colts, checked out in 2011. And drug overdose. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Uh, Died from acute drug intoxication and heart disease. Uh, A weight loss drug was found in his system. Oh. So he would have been 66. At the time of his death. Mario Andretti, 
Um, I actually do know this, and you're going to think I'm cheating. But no, I, I won't. This okay. guy's famous. Okay, yeah. Mm. I, uh, driver. Yeah, auto racer. Yeah, yep. auto racer. Born on this day, now dead. Bill Haller. Um, baseball. Is he's an umpire, isn't he? Yes, or was he's yeah. the guy that got into it with Bill with uh, Earl Weaver. <laughs> That's the guy. Uh, I wish we could play. If that. you guys and gals haven't seen this, I'm gonna say this every year on Bill Haller and Earl Weaver's born day and dead day. Both in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Yes. So Bill Haller. Uh, could have a little bit of an argument when they got into it about the Hall of Fame. Who's giving me Hall of Fame? You yes. are. Oh, you uh, are. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be in Hall of Fame. Oh, give me a break. So good, so good. Born on this day, not dead. Hayden Fry. Um, getting a little tougher as they usually do. Sounds something football related, though. It is. He was a former coach at Iowa, and uh, Kirk Ferentz took over for him. Oh. Yeah. God, I feel he like Ferentz uh, has been there for decades. He has. Yeah. Hayden Fry stepped down in 1998. Died, Before I was uh, born. Mm-hmm. Died five, five years ago. I've only known the Ferentz era at Iowa. wonder what Iowa football fans think about Kirk Ferentz. I, well, again, my college roommate told you that diehard Minnesota fan. Yeah. Even more of a diehard Iowa fan. So what's um, he saying? He goes into the same cycle, same with his Minnesota teams as well. Like, offseason, he's like, they're going to be really good. They're going to be really good. And Iowa does win 10 games, like, every single Mm -hmm. year. But he's also so frustrated with the fact that they never have a quarterback. They never have an offense. Haven't really had a quarterback since who? Ricky Stanzi, you would argue. Mm, And even then, it wasn't wasn't playing through the offense. It was always playing through the defense. Right now, he's in the mode of they're going to be really good, but they've got one of the best defenses in college football. He he just gets frustrated every time they lose ten to three. Are they punter you? Oh, of course. How can you not be? I don't know. They turn out a few tight ends. They're not Stanford, but they're close. They are. Ah, man, that's actually a good one for tight end you. Tight end you or linebacker you? Iowa. Yeah, two Chiefs. Uh, ben going, Neiman, Anthony Hitchens. I'm going tight end though. I'd go tight end as well, but linebacker's Kittle. not far behind. Top three. Didn't know a Fant go there. Fant did. Yep. Kettle wore like number forty-seven as well. I know. Very fitting yeah. of his personality. Weird looking. Dead day. Three years ago, Irv Cross. Um, football, right? Yeah, was a former player and a broadcaster for CBS. Ah. It was him, Brent Musburger, and Jimmy the Greek on the NFL today mm-hmm. in the old studio. Only Brent Musburger's still with us. Still hanging in there. And also Anthony Mason, 2015. Yeah, basketball. Heart attack. Yeah, 48 mm-hmm. years old. All right, Jack, good job. That'll do it for me. Tomorrow, we'll have Jamie Bluma. We'll have gears grinding and whatnot. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at noon. But stick around because the Pulse and Pat's coming your way next.
Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.